Hello, welcome, 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 welcome to the Sunday Afternoon Podcast with Greg Reese. I'm just fiddling with this, fiddling with this little thing on joy here. it maybe someday in this lifetime that would be fun thing about the banjo is it's so it is really easy like that's my right hand it's my right hand picking so i guess you need some rhythm in your fingers but we all got that i think this is my thumb my index and my middle finger right there doing what's called a roll Banjos are tuned in open tuning. This is open G, meaning you can just not fret any strings. And it plays a G chord. Although, which makes it easy. That's another thing that makes it easy. That's one of the main things that makes it easy. So you could do the same thing with a guitar. You could actually tune your guitar to an open tuning guitar. And that'll make your picking... It'll just make it more easy because you can pick open. Like right there, this is all open. But that's not in G. I'm playing a different key in the open G, which adds some extra neat little tones. And then the other thing about the banjo is, and you can't really pick it up to the mic here, but it rings, uh, some more than others. Like when I have strapped on me now, Joy is arguably one of the biggest ringers ever made, or it's modeled after one of the biggest ringers ever made. Like every little piece of it is made to ring. Very interesting instrument. So this is like one, this is a very simple thing that I'm I'm just fretting a couple strings on it. kind of bring the speed up. Maybe you don't want to. Maybe it's cool just... Or maybe you want to experiment... takes practice. Gotta keep those fingers loose. It's almost like they gotta do their own thing. Which is a very interesting thing about
excuse me, about muscle memory is uh, muscle memory is such a kind of a normal sort of almost scientific way of, of describing it, which is really, it's like you're training a body part to just kind of go off and do its own thing. Like, a, like it's, it's almost like you got a dog on your wrist or a monkey and you're like, here, do this, do it like this, do it like this. And you just show it, you show it how to do it and then it'll just start doing it. Not perfect at first, like it, that's where the practice comes in. You just gotta let it, you just gotta let it keep doing its thing. If it veers off, put it back on and let it keep going. And eventually it'll get really good at it. Pretty weird. Anyways, hope you guys are all doing well. Uh, love you guys, hope you guys are healthy. Wishing you all the best. And uh, I don't want your holy war. I think that's what we're going to call it. Let me double check. This is so it's a spinoff, of course, of Guns N' Roses, which I believe is I don't want your civil war. I think it's actually just called Civil War. Yeah. So I can't really spin off of it. Or they, it says, I don't need your civil war, is, is in the lyrics. So, I mean, I don't need your holy war. I certainly don't need your holy... Maybe I do, and I don't know it. Who am I to say what I'm here to experience or learn? I, I trust God for that. So we'll just call it uh, holy war. Keep it simple. We'll just call it holy war. <clears throat> and um, I haven't really even... I think I looked at the news enough today to... to um, see if everything was kosher. Yeah, everyone's freaking out, that's for sure. But, you know, here's the thing. It's, it was expected. Just like... Um, just like the uh, COVID shots. You know? Um, not even predicted, but uh, announced. Declared. You know? On the, it was in the, it's in the schedule. And so is uh, what's happening in Israel right now. I mean, on so many different levels, levels of, of looking at it that should be obvious. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, I mean, first and foremost, just the, uh, the whole, the whole, like, hey, Hey, everybody, we want to steal this land away from these people and then treat them like shit and treat them like third-class citizens, treat them like, you know, throw them in jail, enslave them, spit on them, um, create a little prison city for them, keep shrinking that prison city, um, and uh, and then and, and don't don't ever try to get become friends with them or anyone else in the area. 
You know, it's like uh, a five-year-old kid. This is a cliche thing, but it's true. A five-year-old kid would would see the, the holes in that plan. You know? It's goofy that people don't see it. But we're goofy. That's yeah, clear by now. You know? The Nazis helped the Zionists set up Israel. They were kind of just like each other. Or actually, no, that's not true. The Nazis were, they claimed at least, to be going for that. They were going for that. They never got there. But the Zionists did. They were both going for an ethnically pure state. I think there's a name for it. And then you're going to find ethnicities everywhere that will nod their heads and be like, yeah, that sounds groovy. Let's have, a, let's have an ethno-pure state. Now, I mean, I, okay, so it's really simple. If you want to have an ethno-pure state um, of like we the people, you know, made up of families and communities of ethnicities that just want to be left alone and be their own ethnicity and have their own culture then I'm all for that. I think that's kind of, I think if, if people were left alone and they weren't manipulated and messed with, then that's basically what Earth would be. Earth would be mostly a bunch of communities of different cultures. And then I would imagine a fair amount of traveling. And I'm sure there would be, that's probably how it was. Who knows? I'm, I'm digressing. I'm digressing. My, my, my problem is, is if you want to have an ethnostate with, like, a, a state, you know, like, bureaucrats and um, a standing army. Now you're just batshit crazy. Now you're, now you're, like, the biggest problem on Earth. And the reason I don't get all huffy-puffy about Israel is because that's also America. That's also the United States of America. We're an older version of it. And I'm not going to try to be a, a big, loud hypocrite. That's also Great Britain. That's also, you know, Spain and uh, the Netherlands and uh, I guess you could say almost all of Europe. Um, I mean, that's... And then you go back into the indigenous tribal days and you're going to get the same thing. That's Humanity. We're living, if you're living, if your life so far has involved like living in a home and not being like forcibly kicked out of there at, at the best, you know, at the worst, like being, you know, raped, pillaged, and then murdered in your own backyard. If you're not living in those times, consider yourself lucky. You know, <laughs> we are, we're lucky. Unless you're into that sort of thing. <clears throat> and there seems to be at least in talk, at least in talk. But then again, the thing is on the computer is, is I, I have to follow my own advice. You can't really pay too much serious attention to people online, including myself. That, goes, that, that advice goes for everyone because, you know, we, we are living in a very um, luxurious time. A luxurious time where we don't have to worry about our 
doors getting kicked in. Some of us don't. There are people in the world that have to worry about that. And uh, really, to be honest, here in America, we're, we have that. We, uh, what am I trying to say? We can expect that to happen a lot sooner than a lot of our other countries. You know, We're definitely not the safest country anymore. We're definitely at the level of doors getting kicked in in this country. Anyways, but so, so it's an, this is an awesome opportunity for me to address all the people who think I'm controlled opposition because I don't point out the fact that the Jews are, are, are behind everything. It's just a, it is a low IQ or maybe not low IQ. It's either, it is that, or, um, or um, I don't know, low IQ is a rude thing, way of putting it. I don't know. When I went through my research, I remember when I got to the Zionist part of the research, and it's a big part, and it, and, and it exposes a lot of, of deception and a whole new layer of the game. I know I'm all aware, I'm all aware of it. A lot of people stay there, which I don't understand. Um, as if they figured it out. As if, aha, I got it. Cool. And there's a few reasons I could think of that. One is because a lot of people just want to know the answer. A lot of people really are don't like not knowing. I don't mind not knowing. I think that's, and I count my blessings for that. I think that's a blessing. And the reason I think it's a blessing is because I've learned over the years that most people don't. Most people want to have an answer, even if it's a false answer. It comforts them. They just want to know. They want to know who to blame so that they can project their emotions outwardly. <clears throat> Which is a little disturbing to me because that the subtext there means they're not looking inward at all which means they're a danger to the rest of us and they don't even know it which makes them even more dangerous stay clear of those people unless you absolutely can't which is i guess the case for a lot of people but um Anyways, you go through it. Well, one, we're about to realize right now, unfortunately, and I hope this isn't the case, but it sure looks like it is, we're about to understand how it's not the Jews. We're about to understand how the Jews are being used once again, unfortunately. I hope this isn't true as some type of sacrifice, um, some type of play in this game. And a lot of you are playing along with it too. A lot of you are. Not a lot, a few. Let me, let me rephrase that. Whether you know it or not, you're pushing this whole weird sacrifice to ball game. And the funny thing is, is, is you think... 
you're doing the exact opposite. But that's usually how it is. But here, let me read this. This is... Um, Always been, I've never done, I've come close to doing a report on this. I think I actually may have mentioned it in one report because it's kind of hard not to. It is very interesting. The um, Albert Pike letter to Mazzini. Um, So I think I referenced it once before. The reason I stay away from it mostly is because uh, it seems like it's not uh, legit. Like, it seems like it could be, because I think it's true. Like, I think the information in it is accurate. It just seems like, and I think you'll agree, it just reads like, this isn't really a letter that Albert Pike wrote to Mazzini in 1871, but, and it never showed up until 1977. Here, I'll read the introduction and everything. Well, here, I'll read it now. The, uh, so this is the Albert Pike letter to Mazzini, the Illuminati plan for three world wars, August 15th, 1871. Um, I'm get- right off the bat, the, Illumi- the Illuminati plan for three world wars. I'm, I'm guessing that's a, a, a title they made in 1977. Like, I can't imagine that being penned by Albert Pike. It says, the following is a letter that speculation claimed that Albert Pike wrote to Giuseppe Mazzini in 1871 regarding a conspiracy involving three world wars that were planned in an attempt to take over the world. The Pike letter to Giuseppe Mazzini was on display in the British Museum Library in London until, oh, until 1970. Okay, wait, wait. The letter was on display in the British Museum Library until 1977. This letter has been claimed by many internet sites to reside in the British Library in London. Okay. So that's, okay, so the the British Library in London denies the letter exists. This letter was on display in the British Museum Library until 1977. Okay, so that's, see what I'm saying? There is no source for that. If you can find the source for it, show it to me. But I know you can't. I don't think you can. I've never seen it. Anyways, I'm going to read it anyways because it, I think it rings true. Even if this thing was uh, was written by someone in the in 1970s and or whatever, even if it's a forgery, it rings true. So I'm going to shut up and read it. I'm just going to refill my coffee here. Hope you guys are doing great. I'm getting an early start today because I got a lot to do. I can't do... I was taking these Saturdays off, and I worked all day. I can't take Saturdays off anymore. The world's going back crazy. There's too much to do right now. Okay. Now... Once again, it says, this isn't actually a letter. That's the other thing, too. If it was like a letter letter, then um, it'd be more realistic. But it says, following are apparently extracts from the letter, showing how three world wars have been planned for many generations. Once again, I don't, this is the copy I always remember seeing. 
this is the copy that's been going around since like when I first saw it would have been around 2004, 2005. And um, same thing. Even back then I was like, well, it rings true, but it just reads like it's not really what they say it is. But anyways, here we go. <clears throat> the First World War must be brought about in order to permit the Illuminati to overthrow the power of the czars in Russia and of making that country a fortress of atheistic communism. The divergences caused by the agents of the Illuminati between the British and Germanic empires will be used to foment this war. At the end of the war, communism will be built and used in order to destroy the other governments and in order to weaken the religions. Excuse me. The Second World War must be fomented by taking advantage of the differences between the fascists and the political Zionists. This war must be brought about so that Nazism is destroyed and that, and, okay, ah, okay. And then this is where, I'm going to stop right here. I'll start over again. And this is the main argument that people have that this letter is not accurate is because it's written, allegedly written in 1871 and Albert Pike is using the term Nazism. My argument would be that if this is true, then um, they had probably had that word already back then, and Albert Pike would have known of it, or could have. It's, it's plausible. But once again, it rings true. It doesn't matter, in my opinion. At this point, I don't even care if this thing is accurate or if it's really written or not, who or when, okay? Um, just the fact that it was written uh, decades ago. Well, I think, it, I think, once again, I think this is fairly obvious to a five-year-old when you, when you really back up and look at it um, unemotionally. <clears throat> the Second World War must be fomented by taking advantage of the differences between the fascists and the political Zionists. This war must be brought about so that Nazism is destroyed and that the political Zionism be strong enough to institute a sovereign state of Israel in Palestine. During the Second World War, international communism must become strong enough in order to balance Christendom, which would be then restrained and held in check until the time when we would need it for the final society cataclysm. So, <clears throat> nailed the Second World War, nailed the First World War, and that, that would have been easy to do if this was a guy who wrote this in like the you know, 1970s um, and claimed it to be a letter from 1871. And then here's the Third World War. Third, the Third World War must be fomented by taking advantage of the differences caused by the agentur of the Illuminati, the agents of the Illuminati, between the political Zionists and the leaders of Islamic world. The war must be conducted in such a way that Islam and political Zionism mutually destroy each other. Meanwhile, the other nations once more divided on this issue will be constrained to fight to the point of complete physical, moral, spiritual, and economical exhaustion. We shall unleash the nihilists and the atheists, and we shall provoke a formidable social cataclysm which in all its horror will show clearly to the nations the effect of absolute atheism, 
origin of savagery, and of the most bloody turmoil. I'm going to read that last sentence one more time. We shall unleash the nihilists and atheists, and we shall provoke a formidable social cataclysm, which in all its horror will show clearly to the nations the effect of absolute atheism, origin of savagery, and of the most bloody turmoil. Then everywhere, the citizens obliged to defend themselves against the world minority of revolutionaries will exterminate those destroyers of civilization. And the multitude disillusioned with Christianity, whose deistic spirits will from that moment be without compass or direction, anxious for an ideal, but without knowing where to render its adoration, will receive the true light through the, uni- through the universal manifestation of the pure doctrine of Lucifer, brought finally out in the public view. This manifestation will result from the general reactionary movement which will follow the destruction of Christianity and atheism, both conquered and exterminated at the same time. I'm going to read that one again as well. So basically... They're exa- over a course of three world wars, the plan was to use our general proclivity to sort of hate one, our neighbors, right? To, to, to have this, you know, divide and conquer. Um, wearing us down over time and destroying uh, different factions over time. Uh to the point of um, this is what you would do in a, in a brainwashing situation, right? Uh, if you're any kind of cult, if you watch any documentaries on cults, if you were in the military, I know for sure the Marine Corps did this in boot camp. Um, you have to strip away a person's old identity before you can replace it with a new one. There's different ways of doing that. But that's, a, that's, that's brainwashing 101, you got to destroy the old so there's a new vacuum to be filled, and then you fill that with this new, with this new one. So I'm going to read the... After they've destroyed the old, then everywhere... <clears throat> this, <clears throat> excuse me. Then everywhere, the citizens obliged to defend themselves against the world minority of revolutionaries will exterminate those destroyers of civilization. And the multitude, disillusioned with Christianity whose deistic spirits will from that moment be without compass or direction, anxious for an ideal, but without knowing where to render its adoration, will receive the true light through the universal manifestation of the pure doctrine of Lucifer, brought finally out in the public view. This manifestation will result from the general reactionary movement, which will follow the destruction of Christianity and atheism, both conquered and exterminated at the same time. And this is what a lot of the um, prophecy Christians have been saying forever, right? That they're going to, this is all leading to uh, 
to the Antichrist, which is kind of like what it sounds like he's saying here. But I would argue that, I mean, I would argue that, in my opinion, the prophecy Christians have been duped as well. You know? You don't get mad because Greg's opinion is, is, is challenging yours. Does that make you mad? Get over it. Why are you getting emotional because some guy has a different opinion? My opinion is, like, this, for example, this letter may or may not be true. There's a lot of reasons to suspect it's not. <clears throat> Even though it, it could be something that I could picture Albert Pike being aware of. It doesn't mean that the letter's true. <clears throat> but, but one thing that is definitely provable, or as provable as anything else, is that the King James Bible was translated by Rosicrucians. And I got nothing against the Rosicrucians. In fact, I find a lot of their theories and beliefs to be rather elegant and beautiful. It's, you, could, you would call it esoteric Christianity. But it's defi definitely astrotheist. That's, and that explains why there's so much uh, astrological um, code, if you will, or you could just say astrology. It's pretty blatant. It's not that coded. All throughout the King James, especially through the New Testament. Um, it's right on the front cover. It's like the code is right there on the front cover. Um, I... Got no, like I said, I got nothing against the I got nothing against the Rosicrucians, <clears throat> but they are a secret society, and they and they do appear to be in this secret society boys club. So, I guess in that sense, I I have I wouldn't join them. I don't trust them, you know. They are in that boys club. They're in the same sort of secret boys network that Albert Pike was in. Not not the exact same, but they. I'm sure they rubbed elbows. I'm sure they ran into each other at the whatever these secret clubs do. Maybe I'm just being paranoid. A lot of me is starting to realize that we are just actors on a stage and that the script is already written and you can either play along or sit off and watch. And I, and I don't know which one is... I don't know which one's better. But... Interesting, though, right? <clears throat> and so this is the main reason why, and I think I, actually now that I'm reading it, I think I'm going to do a report. I think my next re report will will have to read this letter because that is where it's going. Like this whole thing here. Meanwhile, uh, check this out. I'm going to read this part again because this is the part we're at right now, and this is happening right now. The Third World War must be fomented by taking advantage of the differences caused by the agents of the Illuminati between the political Zionists and the leaders of the Islamic world. The war must be conducted in such a way that Islam and political Zionism mutually destroy each other. Meanwhile, the other nations, that's us, America, once more divided on this issue, will be constrained to fight on the point of complete physical, moral, spiritual, and economic exhaustion. And that's where we're at. And that's why I've so um, vehemently opposed the Jew haters. It's the Jews. Greg, why are you controlled opposition? Why won't you just say it? It's the Jews. 
All right? That sums it up right there. Because I'm not the only one. Whoever wrote this letter, whether it was Albert Pike in the 1800s or whether it was some guy in the 1970s, whoever wrote it saw the same thing too. So a lot of us have seen it. I'm not the only one. And it's, like I said, a five-year-old can see it too. It's pretty obvious. Now, America, if America wasn't so deeply emotionally entrenched in this issue, then we could probably survive it. Like, for example, Ukraine. My heart goes out to the, what seems to be a massive loss of life, what we're being told from the Ukraine war. Whereas over here in America, we've just had it as good as usual. I mean, yeah, you can say inflation a little bit here and there, but still, it's pretty good. It's, yeah, it's going to shit. I ain't arguing there, but still, it's pretty good. That ain't going to be the case with this current one because it's not just the pro-Israel right-wingers, and there's plenty of them. There's pro-Israel left-wingers, and then it's also, it's not just the pro-Israel people, it's the anti-Israel people too. It's both sides. My argument would always be chill the fuck out. Is it in your face? Is it, it like you have to really adjust the reality of these things? We're being played. Let's pretend this letter is real, and it is a letter from Albert Pike, which I can accept that too, because like I said, it rings true. What does that tell you? It tells you that they knew. And I believe they did. I believe they did know this. They knew back then. I believe they've known this for thousands of years. They've known the simple-minded, sheep-like nature of humanity. And they knew how to do it. They knew how to play us. By tugging at our emotions. Keeping us in fight or flight. Keeping us chasing our tails keeping us pushed down in the lower animal realm. And from there, not only can they control us, but they almost sort of have a responsibility to, you know? It's almost like now, well, look, now now, you, now that you've done this, it's only right if you, like, take care of them, <laughs> you know? You know, it's kind of like they're, we're, it's like... <clears throat> It's like uh, they deserve, we deserve it, and they own us. And what are you gonna? How are you gonna argue anything otherwise? You know. The only way to really untie that is to untie it. And the only way to untie it is to uh, stop being so simple-minded. Stop getting so emotional. Chill out. Now, a lot of people think that that means rolling over. No. No, let's get that out of the way right here and there. Some people think that, like, love and balance and peace and being centered is something to do with submission. No. No. In fact, if I'm killing, say, some... Critters and creatures get in my house. Say there's some bugs in my house. 
Bugs aren't welcome in my house. I understand it's it's it. They did nothing wrong. They're, they just want to chill out in my house. I do tell them, I don't think they understand English, but I do tell them they're not welcome. Um, especially when I catch them in there and when I kill them and, and let them out. I, I, let them know, I let them know with the corpse of their friend, the dead, you know, the dead body of their friend that I just start, you know, I spit out into the world, into the harsh world. You're not welcome in here. <clears throat> you know, because I'd rather not kill them. I'd rather they live out their full life. I really would. I really would. I don't care. The creepiest, crawliest ones out there. I'd rather they just stay out of my place and then live their full life. I really would. But when they get in the house, I kill them. Unless it, you know, uh, uh, well, no, I'm not going to say I don't. I do. I have no problem with that. It's just the way life is. Life can be brutal. Doesn't mean you can't do it with love and peace. I try my hard. Like, why would I be angry? I mean, I do get. I mean, yeah, I do get angry sometimes because they're not welcome in here. And the grosser they are, the more creepy and crawly they are. To be honest, <clears throat> the angrier I get. <clears throat> but I do try to overcome that anger. And just be realistic. And it actually makes you more effective at killing them, especially when it comes to, say, flies or, or, or say, things that, can, that are quick. And uh, quick and um, creepy crawly. Sometimes you can get emotional about those things. And the best way to overcome it is to just is to be in the zone. Put love on the heart. That's what love is. Love is being present. Love is being real. Love is being unemotional it's not an emotion love is not an emotion emotions are um like reactions and in every event you sense one of these reactions going on in your body in my opinion this is a red flag that you should be zoned in on all the more reason to get in the zone to become present to put that love in your heart and look at that emotion and be like, what's this? Who put that there? Why they put that there? What's going on? Now, it could just be something, that, an emotion that was triggered from real-life situations. I'm not talking about those. But, however, even in those real-life situations when that emotion's triggered, still, I still say it's a good time to zone in on it, get present, put the love in your heart, balance out, and deal with it. Right? Don't get emotional. Get rid of the emotion and deal with whatever issue is what, whatever caused that emotion, you know, face it. Emotions are just, think like, it's like pain. It's to let you know. Anyways. <clears throat> but we're so ripe for this. Hopefully I'm wrong. I mean, really, if I'm to measure, if I'm to use, how am I basing this opinion I'm really just basing this opinion from comments I read on the internet. <clears throat> okay. Now that I've said that out loud, I have this sense of joy. <laughs> right? Because now I'm realizing that that's not really a very good reflection of reality. And even if it was, the comments that I'm talking about, the very divisive ones, are, are the minority, overwhelmingly the minority. 
they know it too. <clears throat> a lot of times I think some people get into it because of that. It's uh, there's the uh, what's there's a name for it contrarian. They want to they just want to be a contrarian. It's like a it's like one step up from troll. And why people want to be trolls and contrarians? I mean, I don't know. I imagine anger. Who knows? Maybe I mean uh, who knows? It's a whole other conversation. But we're in it now. Uh, hopefully. It does seem, I still think, it does seem as if uh, they're not as prepared for their, the plans aren't coming off as great as they hoped they would. And I think the main reason for that is because there are a lot of people that are woken up. There are a lot of, there are a lot of people that are seeing this from a big enough point of view that we're not getting all emotional. That were, you know, and, and you saw that with the, uh, I mean, yeah, it's, wars aren't funny, but I'd rather see people cracking jokes and having a sense of humor about it than getting emotionally involved in it. Because that is how we're going to win it, is by riding through it with a sense of humor and laughing at it. I mean, I'm sure there's other ways of doing it, but that's perfectly fine. I'll take that 100%. I, uh, I'm trying to avoid saying 100% because uh, the guys at, uh, or Adam Curry at No Agenda, uh, the No Agenda show convinced me. Well, he pointed out that everyone's now using that. Everyone's now saying 100%, 100%. And I actually caught myself doing it like uh, six months to a year ago too. It was weird. It was like put out and it's weird. It's another thing. You should try to avoid doing what other people are doing, like conforming to things without knowing why. We all do that too, I think. Okay, so has the world ended since we've been talking? Let me check on my... The one good thing I will say about Twitter that I've always noticed about Twitter is Twitter is one of the best places to go for um, has the world ended yet? What's the word? What, 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 how do you describe that? Real-time news feed? It's a good news feed, at least for like an overall sense of like, like how serious is the world right now. <clears throat> and um, yeah, I can tell you right now that I'm not that stressed out. I'm not that worried. Like, you know, I feel bad for people that are in the in the in the hurt zone, and um, I feel very fortunate <clears throat> that that's not going on where I am or I am right now. But this is, like I said, this is this was always part of the plan. And, you know, it's like to, they want you like, to blame everything on the Jews as if there's some type of Harry Potter wizards that have duped the rest of us under some spell. And to try to like, and I've, I've tried to, I have a very open mind. So I have tried to engage with these people before. And, I've, and the simple questions I ask them is like, well, what about the ones who aren't Jews? What about all these big 
players and their, and their answer, they're Jews in disguise. So, I mean, what can you do with that? Um, anyways, we're about to see, unfortunately, hopefully, hopefully not. Hopefully the awakening wins, you know, but uh, we are going to see a certain degree of, of the racially motivated hatred and emotions coming out in humanity the way we've seen it for millennia. And uh, as many writers and David Icke and William Bramley, to name a couple, have pointed out, is that that's, and as, I mean, I think you could even argue the Bible points it out as well too. It's the oldest story on earth. It's very easy to do this to people. You know? Like I bet you even if I, I, I have more of a, it's in my nature to chill out, to be left alone and to leave others alone. And when I do engage with other people, I definitely like to agree on things. I definitely like to hang out with people where I have common interests with. I'm not into like arguing and debating things at all. That's not, in my opinion, a good time. Um, that's just in my nature. That's neither good or bad. It's just the personality of the person that I have. There are people who have different personalities. There are people who, when they were five years old, they probably saw, oh, wow, I can run these people. I can make these people do what I want them to do. I can, I can own these people. I can create my own army and, and, and make them do things for me, you know? Because it is, if you're coming from that point of view, then it should be pretty evident at a young age. And I, I figured out that this could be done to us. Well, I've, what I figured out is that people can hurt and uh, do crazy shit and, uh, from a, at a young age. And so I, luckily, as a result of that, never trusted anyone ever since. And I have no regrets for that. Um, that's a, not a bad place to be. Uh, you can still love people. Once again, back to the whole thing of love. I'll, I'll never stop saying that. It's, it's, I love you guys. That don't mean I want to like hang out with you all the time. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just like the bugs outside. I love them too. I want them to live their full life. I got nothing against them. Just don't come in here into my little tiny place. You know, I understand, especially the, 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 they leave me alone now because it's cooling off. But in the, in the heat of summer, I get it. They're like, ooh, what's going on in there? It's cool. You know, if I was a billionaire, I could put like a vacuum system around all the windows that would immediately suck them back out and spit them outside again. You know, like a, like a completely humane... <clears throat> anti-bug apartment. But I'm not a billionaire. <clears throat> so we got to send them off to the next life. That's what we got to do. That's usually what I, how I kill them when I got to kill them, is I, I say, I'm, I'm sorry, I love you. I hope you could come back as something cool and awesome instead of like a bug coming in other people's places, you know? 
I hope you burned off that karma, that experience that you needed to have. I hope you learned from this. I love you. All right, all right, all right. We're going we're gonna to start wrapping it up already. We're going to keep this one just pretty much right at an hour. But I do think after reading that Albert Pike, alleged Albert Pike letter, I think I'm going to have to do a report on it because that is where we're at. Um, holy war. Yeah. That's the only thing. What's worse, a civil war or a holy war? Why not both? If you really want to, like, jam it all down and burn it all up and... You know, it's uh, what uh, I'm still not completely clear about is... um, It says here, the Albert Pike letter, but without knowing where to render its adoration... will receive the true light through the universal manifestation of the pure doctrine of Lucifer, brought finally out in the public view. That's the part that, what does he mean by that? What is the pure doctrine of Lucifer? And um, if it's what we think it is, if, if it's what we're being told it is lately, or really in, my, in, in any of our lifetimes, then that doesn't, you know, that, I don't see it. I don't buy that. All right? Let's read that one more time, this whole paragraph. This is after, like, total collapse, savagery, uh, you know, at the end. Then everywhere the citizens obliged to defend themselves against the world minority of revolutionaries will exterminate those destroyers of civilization and the multitude disillusioned with Christianity whose deistic spirits will from that moment be without compass or direction, anxious for an ideal but without knowing where to render its adoration, will receive the true light through the universal manifestation of the pure doctrine of Lucifer. I mean, what does that mean? So, I mean, like, okay, so it says that they'll be without compass or direction. But, I mean, what, are they going to be down with, like, sacrificing kids and stuff? Maybe that's not the pure doctrine of Lucifer. What is the pure doctrine of Lucifer? I don't know. I owned uh, the Satanic Bible when I was uh, I was young. I'm sure I got it when I was listening to Slayer when I was like 12 years old. I think I got it from the library. I think I just got a copy from the library. And I, I didn't read it cover to cover. I just sort of skimmed it. But I remember it being, um, was it Anton LaVey? I mean, this... Obviously, it's not like Yeah. Yeah, I guess it was the Anton. Let me look for a book cover to see if this is the one. Yeah. 
So it was written in the 60s or whatever, you know. When was it written? Let me see when it was written. 1969. It was published the year before I was born. So how accurate could this be as far as like what Satanism is or what the pure doctrine of Lucifer is, right? Because Albert Pike was writing about, I mean, Albert Pike said that the God of Freemasonry is Lucifer and that that's going to be revealed. That he did write. That was in Morals and Dogma, which was, uh, when was that written? By the way, I got the Abraham Lincoln thing. I'll say it in a second. Morals and Dogma was written. Come on, give me a year. I mean, how hard is it to just put the year up there, folks? I mean, come on. I'm going to write published. Yeah, published date. Usually people want to know that. Go 1871. All right. So back in 1871, what is, you know, the true doctrine of Lucifer is probably not what Anton LaVey was writing in the Satanic Bible in 1969. <clears throat> but I do, like I said, I didn't read it cover to cover. I just skimmed it. And the reason... I just skimmed it was because it was very stupid. It was like, um, it was basically the reverse of Christianity. And it was even saying that. It was almost like everything that Christianity is, we are the opposite. So it was very anti-Christ in like a very fundamental way. Like without Christianity, there would be no satanic Bible. You know what I'm saying? So is that what the true doctrine is? Or is it something else? I would think it's probably something that predated Christianity, like a, like some type of paganism. I don't know. I really don't know. I really don't know. But I do have a problem thinking that, well, no, not really. No, I don't. No, I don't. Like I said, it, it, not the, the awakened people aren't going to fall for it. As long as you can keep laughing at all this stuff. You know what I'm also starting to think too is, is it, maybe it is good to just think that everything is part of it. Everything's a psyop. Everyone's in on it. It's all bullshit. <clears throat> um, that's probably a safe bet. It's probably just a safe way to go to, 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 to uh, navigate through this storm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, that's kind of what I do. I can't help but always, I'm always trying to discern the truth through the deception. That's what I've been doing my whole life. It's, uh, am, I, am I an expert at it? I mean, and in a sense, I'm an expert at it because I've been doing it so long. doesn't mean I'm always getting it right <coughs> at all. I mean, I've been fooled as recently as Donald Trump. Uh, and that wasn't a total fool because I knew going into it that there was a 50-50 chance I was being fooled. I just decided to give it a go because it was the first of its kind. I've never seen anything quite like it, and it seemed plausible. It was plausible to me at the time. I'll be fooled again if I find some other thing that seems plausible and possible 
as a way of, of to victory. I might just jump on board with it, you know? But we're going to wrap it up, folks. It doesn't look like the world has ended. It's uh, not going to be pretty. But that's my point. When was it ever? You know? When did Israel start in 1948? Did it ever look like it was going to be anything but this? Ever? No. That's why it took... Okay, now this is where... This is where the Holocaust thing comes in, right? It's like... It's like flat earth. Everyone uses that term flat earth. It's a tor- it's a horrible term in my opinion because it suggests that the the uh the body, the planet, the earth that we live on is like a pancake or a flat object. <clears throat> Whereas it's plenty of evidence has just suggested that's definitely not the case. The surface is flat. The surface is provably flat. The surface is measurably flat. I actually just bought a camera. I'm excited about, I'm going to make a video to prove this in my own way. uh, Infrared cameras can um, shoot pictures throughout, uh, through the haze, through the atmosphere. So you can shoot pictures for miles. And of course, on a round surface, 24,000 miles around on a sphere, that would not be possible, you know. But many people have done it. I'm about to do it myself, make a video about it. It's kind of fun. It's a big, cool mystery. What does that mean? I don't know. It just means the surface that we're on is flat. And that's not uh, too different or dissimilar from the Holocaust denial, (laughs) right? Holocaust denial makes it sound like you're saying that nobody got killed. And that there wasn't this mass murder. And there was. The, uh, if you want to go back to like Ernest Zundel, I don't know if I'm saying his name right, he's one of the original Holocaust deniers. He never denied the Holocaust. He, he went to jail for doing that, interestingly enough. I think he's still in jail if he's still alive. Uh, But he went to jail for denying the Holocaust. But what he did was he just wrote factual books about the Holocaust and that pointed out that six million didn't die, that it would have been nearly impossible based on the facts. It was all based on the facts of the Holocaust. So he was showing, yeah, there is a Holocaust, we call it a holocaust. There's been several holocausts in human history. So you can call it a holocaust, but it's just not the numbers they're saying. It's interesting. I mean, and I'm not going to go into that for this show. Uh, you can look up Ernest Zundel if you're interested in that. Um, people will say you're a bad person if you look into that information. <laughs> but you're not denying that there wasn't a mass murder event. There was. There's several of these events. There's, we're going through one right now. Um, the Zionists claimed 6 million dead 
decades before World War II. You could see them marching, uh, I believe it was in New York City, at the turn of the century or something, so, uh, you know, saying six million dead. The six million dead thing is about something else. It's it's some Zionist stuff. It's not even Jewish. It's Zionist. Um, they were projecting that number decades before World War II. That's interesting as well, isn't it? And that's not a lie. That's some voodoo. <clears throat> but anyways, the reason I bring it up is because, I mean, that's what it took to get Israel in place without the whole world being like, what are you doing? Like, if they just tried to put Israel in place there, then, um, <clears throat> you know, they couldn't. They needed they needed problem action solution. They needed something as, <clears throat> excuse me, dramatic and... Intense as World War II. A lot of things were accomplished out of World War II. Some people know the information I'm talking about, and they somehow deduce that Nazis were good guys then. No. Maybe you're a government lover. Maybe you need big brother and daddy to tell you what to do. Maybe you, you're not capable of taking care of yourself. And so in that case, maybe you prefer that sort of government over other governments. Fine. That's fair enough. You can you can choose your daddy, I suppose. But I am anti-government in every possible way. And the only way to get rid of government, really, is to focus on it, is to become better people. It's to quit being emotional and to quit being played like puppets. Quit acting like slaves. Quit acting like dummies. And zone in become present become the best that we can be so that we can actually you know get through this life without being played like pawns that's it that's the show hope you guys are doing great once again stay healthy stay happy stay joyful don't buy into the bullshit if you find yourself getting emotional about any of this pull out right just zone in. Take some deep breaths. This is where probably the only way you're going to get over it is to actually look within. And if that's an issue for you, all the more reason to do it. While you're still alive, wouldn't it be a tragedy to make it all the way to your death without ever having done the greatest thing you could do in this life, which is personal, like epic personal growth? You know what I'm saying? Some people call it enlightenment. Uh, that's kind of a dumb word because there's several stages. It's never-ending. It's a never-ending journey of humility and grace. God bless you guys. Love you. See you next week.